0: Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. According to Carl Chevrolet Studios, it's episode 97 of Stands and Fits on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. What's up, Fitzy? Hola. I tweeted it out today. I said that we were recording episode 98 tonight. And you were wrong. We are not recording episode 98. We were recording episode 97.
1: Still uh, this episode and then a couple more, and then we get to episode 100.
0: Well, yeah, my dad texted me and asked... Um, if I thought that episode 100 would be recorded under social gu- uh, social distancing guidelines. Yeah. Which really we don't... I mean, we're not like close to each other. No. We, by any means. There's but, about six
1: feet between us right now.
0: Right. We are still in the same room. So it's not like we're recording from different locations. Um, but uh, I I told him, I was like, well, I guess based on the schedule, then that would mean... That episode 100 will be like the last week of May. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess we'll see.
1: I mean, there's been kind of rumors circulating that May could be when things start to open up again, but I think that's kind of being a little optimistic.
0: Yeah, I, I. That's kind of what I told him. I was like, man, I could see where maybe some of them have been lifted, but mm-hmm. not all of them.
1: Yeah, it could be the kind of thing where maybe it, the, the 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 gatherings. Uh, suggestion isn't cutting it down to ten. Maybe it's back up to twenty or something like that.
0: Yeah, maybe we could uh, have you know like a one-person audience. For, yeah, for Stands and Fits one hundred. Uh, <laughs> a one-person audience. Yeah, like I'm saying, live in studio. Yeah, Well I'm, I'm I, just
1: kidding. I, I don't think we would want to do that. But but okay. But now you've you've raised the situation. Who would be our one person that we'd invite for the for that magnificent episode?
0: I think it had to be Taylor Hagen, right? It would have to be Taylor Hagen. Yeah, uh, but. I was going to even say someone goofy like Brandon. Oh, yeah. Like intern Brandon. Yeah. I almost thought that we should do, uh, like, give intern Brandon something to study. Mm -hmm. Because intern Brandon has been, he's looking for something to do. He's, He's out of school now. He's chomping at the bit. Well, I mean, he might not actually be out of school, but he's kind of out of school. And he's just, he keeps texting me, keeps texting Chris. He's like, I want something to do. You know, what do you got for me to do? What do you got for me? Every day I'm like, Brandon, I don't know. Unless you can cover football recruiting, I don't know.
1: You know what you need to do? You have such a – you kind of expressed that you hate setting up those bracket um, yeah. things behind the scenes. Uh, you should just basically have him plan out like five years in advance of those bracket. All those brackets?
0: Oh, my gosh. No. I, <laughs> man, those undertakings are really big. Yeah. They, they take so long to put together. Uh, But no, I, I was thinking like, man, I'm just going to tell Brandon, you know, I'll give him – like every Tuesday I'll give him a topic and I'll say, hey – Next week, I need you to know everything that you possibly can know about this thing, mm. and then you can come in and tell us about it. Are these going to be
1: cyclone related things, or are they just going to be like random? No, no,
0: like just anything.
1: I need I need to know the the GDP of Poland
0: in 1975. Well, and and it I'll give the credit where it's due. It would be from uh, Billy Football. on Pardon my take. They had him. They've been having him do that. Oh, uh, he did crypto zoology. <laughs> Yeah. Or something like that. I, I haven't listened to part of my take in a while, but I saw that on their tweet and I was like, man, maybe that's what I should have Brandon do. Mm. Like I'll have, you know, I'll give Brandon like a psychological theory to study and then he'll come in and explain it to us mm-hmm. in, on, in the way that only Brandon can. I
1: gotcha. Like we have to, you can almost do the kind of thing where you have to make sure he limits his explanation to, he has to like really get down to the gist of it.
0: Yeah. Like explain like we're five. Yep. Or, you know, maybe explain like we're three and help us understand, uh, you know, the global world economy, like the global economy, mm-hmm. you know, like, or, uh, Bitcoin. I want to understand Bitcoin, but yeah. explain it to me like I'm three years old. What are the factors that go into changing the price of Bitcoin each day? I still don't understand Bitcoin. I
1: mean, it's, I'm 20, it's almost 26
0: shoot. years old and I don't understand Bitcoin. Yeah. I had a, so my friend life, he, you know, I've talked about life on here a lot, but, uh, he, at some point one a jackpot on an online uh like slots game oh. i think <laughs> i, I want to say it was bovada but i'm not 100 percent sure whatever it was i mean it doesn't matter did he pay in bitcoin yes he won five thousand dollars on a jackpot playing this he, he like had free cash and just was you know doing spins on with this free <laughs> cash on bovada and won five grand and was it like one bitcoin essentially yeah he he said i don't know how to cuz i mean you can do that or you could get a check and you, who knows like when that check's going to come Yeah, you know this was i mean this was 6 months ago or something but uh he's like, i think i'm going to get it in bitcoin <laughs> so i i have no I, I didn't know what that meant you yeah. know i don't know what what exactly it means to get it in bitcoin so they gave it to him in bitcoin and it was like zero, like 0.8 per you know or something yeah yeah yeah. and he's like all right now i'm gonna sit and wait for it to hopefully go up a little bit and try and see what i you know get as close to like the actual value of what i want Mm -hmm. uh like two days later he texts me he's like yeah, she got my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, he ended up getting like 4,800 or something like that out of it. But it, you yeah. know, so it wasn't exactly the value that they said, but just because he did the Bitcoin thing, I think yeah. he probably kind of panicked when he saw it start to go down a little bit and you just got out. But yeah, uh, that's like the one experience I have with Bitcoin was trying to get money from Bovada and less than however long it would take them to send you a check from the Bahamas or wherever. Yeah. I don't know much about Bitcoin either. I just know
1: that, you know, the price can go up and down like lightning fast.
0: Yeah. See, well, this is where we need Brandon to come in and explain to us what, why is Bitcoin so volatile? Mm -hmm. I will think about that. Maybe for episode 98, (laughs) file that one away. Um, we do want to talk about real quick. Uh, this episode will be released late Tuesday night. I'm going to post it right away. Um, when I get home and get, uh, and get it up on the on the site. But uh Wednesday morning when you guys wake up, when you check Cyclone Fanatic, there will be a blog post from Chris. There'll be a podcast later on in the day making a pretty major announcement about the future of Cyclone Fanatic. And he talked about that on his podcast he did with Brent over the weekend. You can listen to that if you want, you know, more details. I'm not really at liberty to give too many details right now because it's kinda Chris's deal, but uh I, I will say that is coming early tomorrow morning and uh just keep an eye out for that.
1: Yeah. If you're uh a Cyclone Fanatic loyal follower, you'll definitely want to uh check that out tomorrow morning.
0: Yeah, and I think it'll be I think it'll be good in the long run for, for all of us and uh it'll really help us here at Cyclone Fanatic. Chris has worked really hard on that on the last over the last couple of weeks, so please go and check that out on the site. Uh once you guys you know, I don't know chris told me early wednesday morning i don't know how early probably after not six o'clock in the morning but relatively you, early
1: after you eat breakfast it'll be there it's uh, my fitzy guarantee your fitzy guarantee i'm guaranteeing it'll be there after this person listening to this podcast right now eats breakfast
0: what if someone works like in a factory and their shift starts at 4 30 in the morning uh i will
1: 75 percent personally guarantee that actually I, d- I don't guarantee that at all i Nine bet, I bet chris posted around like 9 a.m that's what my i was to say
0: I mean. 8 to 9 a.m i would think would probably be the most safe bet yeah so yeah that's this is neither here nor there i just wanted to put you on the spot yeah. all right so what's been else what's else been going on man
1: um okay well so development since my last time uh being on stands and fits i am now i have the ability to work from home okay. so I, I pick and choose now when i when i work from home which is you know a blessing thank thank you um my regular work job um so that's new i i get to be part of the work from home crew i've joined you that's my that's my main update <laughs> How's it feel uh feels good it, you know i was never really worried about being able to do my job from home because about 90 percent of what i do again i can i can do no problem i just need a computer access internet access mm-hmm. um so that's been good and then um really i did i i'll cover this um a little bit later in hot not but I have a, a new a new video game that I
0: okay. downloaded. Sounds good. We'll talk about that later on then. Yeah, I, I haven't had anything change, I think, since the last time we talked. Just living life? Yeah, man. Just keep on going. Yeah. You know? Just trying to get, get stuff done and uh, create content mm-hmm. and... Not go crazy.
1: Your uh, your piece on on the cheetah was quite the the hit across the the interwebs.
0: Have we not talked about that?
1: I don't thi- I don't feel like we talked. I think the last time uh, we podcasted was like a few days before that came out. Okay. Or at least the last stains and fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh sure. no, yeah,
0: I know what you're talking about. Uh, man, yeah, yeah. I kind of just came up with that out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably do another one at some point. Are you gonna do like a basketball version, maybe? No, I don't know if I'll do that. Maybe I'll just do a. You know, I'll figure something out. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I should like lean on the animal thing. I don't want it to be a crutch. I feel like maybe I'll find a different one.
1: You have to, as you keep doing these, you know, kind of out there pieces, you have to progressively get crazier and crazier, though. You can't, you can't dial back the crazy at this point.
0: So, like, what if I said, like, what if, uh, No, okay, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not even. I don't. Don't even want to try and think of one right now. You don't
1: want to give away the secrets. Well, no, they
0: really just come to my mind in the moment. You know, there's no. That it it took me 45 minutes to write that. You could you could do something if you don't
1: want to do animal related. You could be like, what if they replaced the the turf at Jack Trice Stadium with a a, you know bouncy house? That's kind of interesting. Or (laughs) what
0: if they made uh, Iowa State or they made the NCAA basketball tournament into a slam ball tournament and replaced real basketball with just only slam ball that'd be that'd be fun you yeah. know you,
1: you, it could be the kind of piece where you go back and you you review who would be the best slam ball players in Iowa State basketball history
0: yeah yeah I'd have to think about that one I don't know that that almost doesn't feel weird enough though so, you right like I said they just have to come to me um <laughs> just out of nowhere that one I just woke up one day and I was like all right this is what I'm gonna write uh all did, right did wait wait did, did, did you get any feedback from Brees Hall no i never got any feedback okay. i doubt that breach ever saw it uh, bummer I'd, I'd be curious to get his comments on that one yeah i mean maybe you know i'm sure he saw it because <laughs> there were enough people that were tweeting at him He
1: probably thought what the heck is this guy well, writing about
0: yeah so that probably was more of what it was but uh i'm sure that there were people who saw it and i never got any feedback from anyone at iowa state about yeah. it uh which i feel like i, I don't ca- know if that's good or bad but it doesn't really matter, I guess. I
1: feel like it's the kind of thing where you could... If you really wanted to, you could get, like, Matt Campbell on the on the phone. And, I should like, get just Matt Campbell
0: him. on the record about the cheetah. Exactly.
1: Like, ask him, like, what what would you do if you were trying to recruit a cheetah?
0: Right. Well, if I would really wanted to put more time into it and make it, like, more of a thing, then I would have done that. I I'm, considered making, like, Photoshopping a 247 <laughs> profile for the cheetah. <laughs> uh, now, yeah. now I'm disappointed that it, that didn't happen. Well, it's just... it literally the only thing i did besides write it was create i did some research to just get the basic parameters of what a cheetah can do uh so you
1: went on wikipedia
0: yeah exactly and then um i photoshopped the cheetah in with the heisman that was those were literally the only two things that i did Mm -hmm. in preparation for the article i'm just saying
1: i mean if you were really driven you could have taken it even further and that's not that's all i'm saying
0: yeah you're right. I could have. I could have. I could have spent two hours on it instead of forty five minutes. Working from home is is getting to you, man. Yeah, I know. Uh all right, the NFL draft is this weekend. Obviously it's a you know, edited version of the NFL draft, I guess, adapted version. Um man, I feel like all like I don't even know what's gonna happen with the NFL draft. I'll
1: be honest, I could like I, I knew the NFL draft was going to the the virtual format, but I had completely forgotten that it was this weekend entirely.
0: Yeah. I have not thought about the NFL draft at all.
1: No. And, it, you know, part of it's that we, we know we won't have any Cyclones probably going in the, in the, the first few rounds like mm-hmm. we have had potentially in the last few years. But, I mean, yeah, I think that where, we're, where you were going to go with this is, do you think there will be any people drafted in the late rounds?
0: Well, I think that Steve Wartell probably has a chance. Yep. Because um, he,
1: he was at the Combine, the only long snapper.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know, it, like maybe Ray Lima or Jamal Johnson. I don't know.
1: I would think that Lima might get, you know, a
0: look. Yeah. He'll definitely be a, an undrafted free agent if not. See, and that's where I'm interested to see how these undrafted free agents are impacted by all this stuff. Because if they don't have OTAs and, uh, you know, those kinds of things, then how can they really take undrafted free agents? That's true. I didn't really think about that. Because it's not like they're going to have anywhere to go and work out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's a really good point so i don't know i was just i saw that was this weekend i was like man we probably better mention that uh yeah and i mean we'll be i'll probably keep an eye on it but i really just don't i don't care about the nfl draft right now i I don't know it It just yeah it doesn't feel like it's even a i don't know it's not that i like don't want there to be sports but it's just one of those things where you're like oh the NFL draft is on.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's like I, 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 don't know. Some of me wants them to wait. You know, like why yeah. rush it? And I know teams just want to get their plan down and be able to, you know, continue on. But at the same time, it is its own event. Like right. the NFL, people like get excited about the NFL draft. And right now, I feel like there's not much excitement at all.
0: Well, and that was actually something I heard Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo talking about, where they said, you know, maybe this could change the entire draft. we now. All these draft people, instead of being influenced by like one meeting with a guy or watching him in one workout or something mm-hmm. like that, they have to sit and watch all of this film from his college games, yeah, and make picks that way. And it's like, yeah, you had twelve weeks against the best competition you possibly could get. Yeah, how did you do against them? Mm-hmm. Oh, you did really well. Okay, we're gonna draft you.
1: Yeah, I and, mean that's true. So this could, realistically, this could be the most you know true to what their college performance. Um, you know, like the d- d- draft order in general, it could be true to college.
0: Well, and it, it makes you wonder maybe there will be, like, I don't know. More often than not, those guys kind of work out, you know. Like if you're a good football player at one level, you go up and you're... Usually you, a pretty good football player. Usually a pretty good football player at the next level once you get an opportunity, yeah. you know. It's like the Alan Lazard thing. I think that all of us are not surprised that Alan Lazard has had success in the NFL. Yeah. Obviously, he was an undrafted free agent and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like they overthink these things sometimes. Yeah. It's like, this guy was a stud in college. He's got good character. He works hard. I would feel like those are all translatable things, you know? And, you know, but that maybe could hurt someone who's like Laquan Treadwell, who's really good at the tests and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, looks is like a physical freak. But Mm -hmm. then you, like, kind of turn the videotape on and you really sit and analyze it. And you're like, man guy kind of goes away a little bit man mm-hmm. this guy's really injury prone yep and then he gets to the vikings it's really injury prone he's <laughs> not very good doesn't really <laughs> catch the ball very much <laughs> yeah uh and it's like man we probably could have predicted this one yep. you know and that I, I don't know maybe that's what one positive of this will be yeah cause it's like we don't need to fly people all, all around the country for yeah. all these different workouts well, and stuff.
1: especially if you if you think in ter- those terms you, you, that might help Ray Lima right or you know a guy like him you know because he did definitely influence uh, the college game
0: a yeah lot. yeah and it's like if it just comes down to like I'm watching film do I see you make an impact and I see you make an impact it's like all right I like that guy yeah you know let's put him on our board if he's there when we get an opportunity to draft someone and we need a, need someone at that position let's take him mm-hmm. you know and I could be completely off base that you know they'll come out and this will be like the least informed NFL draft in history. We'll be seeing guys that nobody has ever even heard of taken in the last rounds because they're like, this isn't going to matter anyway. They're never going to be on our team. Yeah. And uh, it just hurts everybody in the long run.
1: Yeah. So it's no secret that we're both Vikings fans. Who would you like to see, or not necessarily who, but what position group would you like to see them address early on? Offensive line. Yeah. And I would probably say cornerback at this point too. I would say that if the Vikings took, do they have seven picks? Uh, I think they have more, I want to say. Or I might be wrong, but I know they have two first rounders at this point.
0: So I don't really, you know, I like the Vikings and I watch all the Vikings games during the season. But I'm not by any means sitting around and like analyzing the Vikings roster. Yeah. You know, when I see Xavier Rhodes get cut, that's when I'm like, oh, nice. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can I can figure that one out that that he had to go. Yeah. You know, uh, but when I watch the Vikings, I'm like, I don't. If they took their first five picks. And drafted offensive linemen with all five of them. Yeah. And then turned around and used however many they have left on cornerbacks and
1: defensive line, probably. Yeah, and
0: defensive linemen or, or wide receivers. I'd be perfectly fine with it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, who are they going to throw the ball to besides Thielen and Kyle Rudolph? I guess BC Johnson, but that's about it yeah or, or you know the irv smiths
1: was pretty good at tight end too
0: but yeah but that's just one I'm, I'm just saying it's but i mean you're right yeah, yeah. they
1: uh, they need a solid second wide receiver
0: need to get a second wide receiver it's that would be what would make me mad if they came up in the first round with a glaringly obvious need yeah. at the, on the offensive line and it, maybe there wouldn't be someone there that they had that was yeah. it felt worth picking and maybe a wide receiver somehow fell to you or something. But if they picked a wide receiver in the first round, oh my goodness. I'd I mean, be like, yo, well, how yeah. can he throw you how can you throw the ball to that guy when he can't even get, get the ball off? Yeah, get the ball off.
1: Yeah. Well, and especially this this year's draft is supposed to be pretty deep at wide receiver too. So I think if I'm the Vikings, I wait until the third or fourth round to pick up a wide receiver.
0: Well, and you, I mean you have a guy like Thielen who is an undrafted free agent that's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Yeah. You know, that's a, a position where I feel like those guys are a lot more out there mm. than what just, like, good offensive linemen are. Exactly. If you get opportunities to draft a good offensive lineman in the you first round, it. then you do that. I yeah. don't know. It seems like a no-brainer to me. I, I would agree with that. And, I mean, I hope that they do because they need – yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they, if they picked five offensive linemen, I'd be like, you know what? This isn't a very sexy draft, but it's one that I feel like in the <laughs> long run we can't sit here and say that they didn't – do the right thing
1: yeah and that's what i was i was i was especially hoping that they would pick a lot of offensive linemen last year but uh this year i think they have a few more holes that they need to fill but i i, I generally agree with you they didn't, They th- still need to address it
0: they picked four last year didn't they
1: yeah, i think so yeah yeah i mean they and really they only
0: one actually played
1: yeah and he yeah he the was center he yeah. was all right he wasn't great no
0: but they had traded a pick, too, hadn't they? They didn't have a first-rounder last year, I thought.
1: I think you're right, maybe.
0: I don't remember. It, I don't follow that closely, but all, I just
1: know generally what they need.
0: All the time, just runs together. Um, all right, so we I put out a call for questions. Uh, we have a handful on Twitter. Some of the forums. We have a handful on the forums. We'll start, uh, we'll start on the forums. Loyal Fokker says, 10 worst places to take a dump in names. We're not going to go through 10. <laughs> Um, uh,
1: you you're much more experienced in the campus town and you know general bar scene. I'll say my my least favorite place uh, on campus was Ross Hall. It's just Ross Hall. The, I'm trying to think of that one. It's the one between Curtis oh, and yeah, Hamilton. Yeah yeah yeah. That's yeah, yeah. just uh, a terrible place to take a dump.
0: What about what like why? Because I mean like, I just hate that building in general. There's
1: no there's no it's really boring win- windows. It's so boring. Yeah yeah
0: yeah. That was one that I remember. I had to go to someone's office on like the sixth floor. It's pretty tall, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's tall, and basically every floor is the same exact layout.
0: That's what I... Okay. I remember I got up there, and I was like, am I on the right floor? There's no markings (laughs) anywhere. You just start walking around, and then all of a sudden, you're back in the same spot that you started. Yeah. And uh, no, I would not want... Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, The other one I was going to say, well, for one, uh, the bathroom at Sips doesn't have uh, stalls, Mm -hmm. like walls for a stall at all. At least it didn't when I was in school. So that would probably be pretty high on my list of bad places. But, like, on campus, um, man, I would think, like, some that are, like, highly trafficked, you know? Maybe one in the in the union. Yeah. Uh, the ones upstairs in the union that are kind of older. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, I would think that those ones wouldn't be very good just because there's a lot of people coming in and out. Yeah. I, w-
1: I will say... Um, when I think about, you know, what the environment I need to take a dump, it needs to be not much foot traffic and it needs to generally be, you know, a comfy place that I can just plop down and take my time.
0: Well, yeah. When you've got people coming in and out, you feel pressure, yeah. you know,
1: it's like, oh, yeah, people waiting on me.
0: Well, yeah, it it just make it feels like you're rushed. Yeah. And I don't want to have to feel rushed. <laughs> and uh, that's why I say something like the union, just because there's a lot of foot traffic in there. Uh, and that's obviously a place where a lot of people are just kind of walking through. Yep. And so, yeah, I'd I'd probably say that I'm not going to go through 10. I think that (laughs) I think one we can make an entire podcast. Yeah, I I think one from from each of us is is fine. Cuties or halos. I think he's talking about Clementines. Yes, he is. Uh, Obviously halos. I don't know. I haven't bought Clementines in a long time. The answer is Halos. Just go with me. Okay, Halos. I was going to say, if you just handed me one and said this is what it is, I'd believe you. Uh, One guy asked which of us is the better rider, and I I already replied on the forums and said Rob Gray. Accurate. Who wins in a cage match between you two?
1: Uh, You would definitely win. Uh, You got a much bigger reach than I do. Uh, You outweigh me, and I'm just a generally passive person.
0: Are you calling me fat? No, I'm calling you big because you are big what about between Larry Stacey and Jamal Tinsley uh oh, man I mean I think that Jamal Tinsley would kick some ass in that scenario that's <laughs> just my personal opinion I'll go with you uh what are the prospects for next season if Coach Prom doesn't land some immediate impact players via the transfer route not uh, good poor not great Bob <laughs> yeah uh I feel like we've talked about that for quite a while years I don't know I that's kind of. I r- think Chris, what Chris and Brent said on there is pretty telling.
1: I think that's been the, mentioned on every Cyclone fanatic podcast since about mid January.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I think I told Chris and you know on our post mortem podcast I was like, Dude, if they don't make some big time moves here, I got a real bad feeling. I think this team could be even worse than the last one. Yeah, and i mean right now i'm not feeling too overly confident no obviously i'm rooting for them to make some things happen but
1: yeah they've already
0: missed on a few guys they could have gotten yeah and i think they'll have a good chance with david DeJulius. uh i mean i know they're going to be right in the mix and uh if you know i would probably lean iowa state on Mm. that one from what i understand uh I don't think he's the missing piece necessarily. He'll yeah. he'll be he'll be a good one to add if we
1: if I was he does end up getting in. But right.
0: Well, and I do think there are probably some pieces that are moving behind the scenes that we don't really know about at this point. Yeah. Uh that will be kind of interesting to follow here over the next couple weeks. Um, but I don't know. I mean, as of right now today, not good. That's what I would say. Uh player no one is talking about on offense and defense that breaks out this year for Campbell. Uh on mm-hmm. defense, I would say mm, maybe someone like uh, – I mean, do people talk about Jake Hummel? Um, Jay, I feel J- like – Jay Jordan does. Yeah, I would say I know Jay Jordan does. Me and Jay were on the phone the other night. We talked about Jake. But, yep. Uh, That's I, a good one, though. I think that he would be one on on the defensive side. On offense, um, I mean, Jairo Brock – I think maybe would be one candidate.
1: Yep, he kind of got a little bit of hype there early, in, early in the year last year, but he kind of after Brees Hall's emergence kind of fell off the radar.
0: Yeah, and then I mean, so many guys on the offense are so solidified. I feel you know? like I
1: feel like any in the offensive line, like can they be really like
0: breakout guys?
1: Yeah, and I feel like any number of guys in that wide receiver group could you know pop out now that there's a few more slots open there.
0: Right. Yeah. So I I'd probably say those two would be uh, kind of in my would be the ones that i'd be thinking of did carol baskin murder her husband to bearish crap in the woods <laughs>
1: uh that's a yes i don't think I, I will say i don't think she fed him to the tigers but uh yeah she she murdered she him. fed him to the tigers dude
0: <laughs> covered him in sardine oil <laughs> uh favorite local brewery and beer um mm. i don't know i don't really know
1: favorite local brewery and beer
0: probably exile i, I, mean, was, for, I mean
1: yeah because they were our early podcast sponsor
0: yeah but i I, that's the one that I've probably been to the most. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge like I mean going I'll, chilling I'll sh-
1: at a brewery guy. I mean, I'll sh- shout out Barntown because they host a lot of s- psychophonetic events. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, one, one of the one, upon further review or transfer brew. Those are my favorites
0: upon further. No,
1: what's uh, actually well, that one was amazing upon further I was review say upon
0: further review was awesome. That was a wait no, which one? one was the one what was the first football one we had this is the football one yeah not that one Mm -hmm. not transfer brew uh what was it called firmly entrenched yes that one was really good too okay i don't think i ever got to try that one i left that party feeling pretty good (laughs) i'll just put it that way yep uh besides sports what are you missing most due to current events Uh, I am missing going out to eat. Human interaction. Oh, you you like that human interaction?
1: Yeah, I can go without without that personally.
0: Uh, No, yeah, going out to eat probably would be a good one. Um, I miss being able to go to the library Mm. and sit and work at the library. They have that
1: nice new one over here a couple blocks away, and we were meaning to get a library card, but, yeah, it's been not not possible lately.
0: Well, I used to go to the old one Mm -hmm. all the time, and uh, obviously I stopped going there because it closed, but... um, no, and then I've been in this one a couple of times. I like going in there to work. It's just a good environment for hanging out and working. Um, who wins in a freestyle rap battle between you two? Oh, Jared, no question. I I, I would win in an air guitar battle. I do indeed have bars. Uh, <laughs> if you had to expand the Big 12 to 16 teams, who would you pick, and what would the divisions be?
1: Oh, man. That's- Arizona and Arizona State, Florida State, and hmm, Miami. That's, I mean – that's my, that's my pick. I, it is not, not fit taking into factor any other things other than I would just love having those teams in the big 12.
0: I would say Arizona, Arizona state, and they could be in the South basically just bring back the original South division with, yep. uh, wait, so, would the, so we'd have to add six teams then because there's 10.
1: Oh, so we're getting, Oh yeah, you're right. So we have to add, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'd give, hmm. I'd put those two in the South division. Give me, uh, I'll take Louisville, Memphis. Mm, yeah okay yeah give me Louisville and Memphis and then I'd say uh, Nebraska Missouri Minnesota and probably Iowa I think that that would be fun Hmm. so that would be no, okay, we added one too many teams here. Take Iowa out and take out uh, well, I'm Memphis.
1: Not, I'm, I'm adding my there we own, go. I'm adding my own teams. You're adding your own teams.
0: No, I just picked the north and you picked the south. Iowa can stay the heck out of my conference. Okay. Well I'm just saying I if you know, if we're talking like logistically. Uh yeah. no, I,
1: and I, I I do like the thought of keeping things uh compact regionally. Too. Yeah. But that's think that's thinking more deeply than I was as far as you're just, just trying
0: to think about what would be fun what would be fun well if we're talking about what would be fun then i'd say we should add uh here let me think um eastern illinois uh <laughs> central michigan uh western michigan no not western michigan
1: mm, bowling green so you're going with the win as many games as possible uh,
0: Tulane. uh what about northern iowa no they're not fbs they, got, <laughs> they have to already be fbs uh, uh new mexico state and uh hawaii so we can go to hawaii and hawaii yeah. yeah there we go that would be the six if we're just talking about uh for competitive you know for for iowa state the best things for Iowa state let's pack that schedule with as many wins as we possibly can i'm down with that okay cool uh what would you what bar would you consider your bar to go to while in ames did the staff recognize you I know that that's probably not for you. That's a you question. Yeah. Um, I went to Sips a lot, and yes, the people on the staff did recognize me at that time. Uh, it helped that one of the guys who was a bouncer, a manager, and all that kind of stuff, he was from Clarendon as well. So oh, nice. that was helpful. Um, what was the worst, <laughs> worst mistake you ever made related to academics while in Ames? Uh, okay, for me,
1: this one, I have a couple but I'll probably just name this one. Uh, so I, everyone, I think a lot of people, I think uh, took the theater 101 one uh-huh. class at Iowa state. So I took that one. That was no problem. Eventually I took another theater class. It was a 200 level. Um, I, I can't remember what it was called, but essentially after, t- after the first two weeks of attending that class, it had a lab and the lab portion of it was essentially building theater sets. Okay. And it was like unpaid manual labor is what I looked More at. More or it less. As. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, heck no i'm not doing this no more so i stopped going to class and and eventually uh took that class pass fail and i'm pretty sure i just i still failed it but of course it didn't it didn't go against my gpa at that point yeah um yeah i was i was just completely over that class i didn't want to do it
0: so i took a history of iowa class um and i went to the first and i'd taken a history of iowa class at simpson too so i had already kind of done like I had done that, and a lot of my like, humanities credits from Simpson didn't transfer over, so I had to retake the classes. Um, I went to the, the class the first day, and I found out that the entire grade would be based on two tests and two papers with no participation points. <laughs> well, So you never went to class? For me, when I heard, okay, there's not going to be participation, and I'm pretty confident that I already know a lot of these things, well, I'm not coming back again. Uh, the only times I showed up to class were the first day, uh and to take the two tests mm-hmm. uh and i guess to i think you turned in your paper on the test days i can't remember for sure but um i got a's on both papers on their book reports on books that i read the night before the paper was due and then uh i got a b on one test and an a on the other test so like that would probably be i don't know an a minus like if you averaged all of them out yeah uh, on my final paper when i went to pick it up the professor wrote on there that he clearly could tell that i had an understanding of the material uh when i had done everything that seemed necessary like that was necessary as far as the tests and things like that to where he couldn't dock me uh but he couldn't in good faith give me an a when i only came to class one time he gave me a c what yeah dude that's that's just bs yeah, I mean, I can understand. Like, then, then make make it so there's participation points in your class. Well, yeah, and that that was kind of my deal. I was like, well, okay, so you knew enough to know that I wasn't coming. So, I, like, how could you know that? I, like, how does it matter? Well, then, and yeah, and why didn't you didn't he, know who I was? If, it was? if he if he if he
1: knew he was going to dock you points at the end of it, then why didn't he give you a heads up before he did it? Well, because
0: I wasn't there. Well, I mean, like <laughs> he has your email, though, you know. Yeah, but then it's like. No, I, I get what you're saying. It, to me it was one of those things where I looked at it and I was like, "Wow. Okay, yeah, like this is really stupid, yeah. you know. Why what's the point, you know? So basically I'm spending my money to come and just hang out with you. I don't know, and yeah. like listen to you talk. I don't care. I know the things. Like I clearly showed that I had an understanding for yeah. the things. Uh but because I didn't come and hang out and like hang out and sit in your class and be bored, then all of a sudden you're getting docked. I'm getting two docked. Grades. Yeah, I got docked basically two letter grades. Yep. And I mean it was whatever, but it was just one of those things where I, I just remember being like, man, that's tough. Yeah. How, how do you do that to me? And I, you know, especially when it's like I I did well on all the other stuff. yeah I didn't have that many A's to get, and all of a sudden he's taken one away from me. Yeah. That uh, that's that's gut wrenching. Yeah. It was it was tough, man. It was a tough break. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. I don't know what Sean Roberts' question was about on Twitter, so we're just gonna ch- skip that one. This one was a good one from Christian Wing. Would you consider a cheap wine segment in your podcast to replace bad beer? I think that that is a tremendous idea. I think it is too. The thing is, I don't know anything about wine. Me either. Um, but that would be the fun of it, I think. Like if we went to if I went to Casey's and just bought some wine and it was a couple dollars, I'm gonna probably assume that it's bad. But I don't even know between red wine white wine the different kinds of wine i don't even know what i'm supposed to be tasting you're right but i think that's what also would also make it really fun like we just we could do the kind of thing where
1: it you know we we give our thoughts on it but we we keep a, a running like you know yeah. ranking like kind of like we did for bad beer except you know eventually we
0: almost need to come in, you know, in like every once in a while with one that's good it's like okay this is where does this rank compared (laughs) to all the other ones yeah like if
1: you you get one and it's like maybe it's a little bit nicer and you can be like oh this is two dollars at costco yeah like you know try to throw me off and actually it was you know it was 35 or whatever right
0: right uh no yeah i think i think we could probably do that we could probably start that with our next episode i like that because bottles I, of wine are cheap so. i really
1: do yeah they are and i really do miss the bad beer segment like that was that was fun to do
0: that was, like the whole episode always built up to that yeah exactly uh this one person has a limit on who can view their tweets so their tweets are private but I is it my it, mom it said i've had ma- mashed potatoes a few <laughs> oh, times yeah, yeah. i think that the, counts
1: that was my mom she uh the question was how many times have you eaten vegetables during during the uh, social distancing zero and yeah I said so I my answer was I've I've eaten instant
0: mashed potatoes uh, I mean I don't eat vegetables very much when it's not social distancing so mm-hmm. you, I think, well I think that, basically it didn't change
1: anything well I guess I should I should also say I've eaten corn but I feel like corn's kind of like a cheater vegetable it's it, not really it's not really a vegetable yeah uh
0: if Steph and Jared played a this is from Steph Copley played a game a horse who would win Steph please please
1: anything outside the restricted area, Steph Steph would nail it you'd miss it
0: I got a jumper, bro. <laughs> one for one all time in my college career. All-time <laughs> leading three-point shooter at Simpson in Simpson history. Wow, uh, percentage-wise. Yeah, with minimum one attempt. Hmm. Uh, maximum one attempt as well. More likely to happen, Iowa State beats Iowa in football or, or no rain at all for the home tailgates. Iowa State beats Iowa in football. I would say Iowa State beats Iowa just because the – I mean, I feel like even in a normal year – you can bank on at least one time where it probably rains. Yeah,
1: last year. I mean, last year last was Last year was kind of an outlier, but but uh yeah, one year we'll, or one game will get rain.
0: We talked about the recruiting thing already. Uh, Discuss the, the potential tailgating and crowd innovations in wildness of spring ISU football. Uh, I'm
1: still thinking that when they do end up having football, so okay, so this person's assuming a spring football season. Yeah like an actual like do the schedule in spring Ah, man i mean well i can
0: tell you right now i wouldn't love to be out there and what the no i mean today is fine but like yesterday or even uh sunday what easter sunday was like yeah that would be a rough day out at the football field
1: yeah um even at that point i i think they're going to be hesitant to let crowds that big get back to each other or get back together you know
0: yeah i don't know i guess we'll see i'm not i would just prefer to not live in that world so I don't really want to think about it yeah uh as an ISU diehard located six hours away from Ames since graduating I have no idea what morale is like within Ames and ISU athletics about all of this would love to hear anything you guys know I don't even know if there are any cases in Ames but just any news ISU Ames specific well I wrote uh Rob and I each wrote a story about what Jamie Pollard said Mm -hmm. two weeks ago we wrote stories from what Matt Campbell said last week not trying to be in ass, but I'm just saying we did, Yeah, <laughs> you know, I did write those stories. I mean, I think that morale is as good as morale can be.
1: Yeah. And I, and, you know, I, I'm not near as close to the athletics programs as you, but I work in Ames and I feel like, you know, a lot of people are
0: cautiously going about their lives. Yeah. I feel like I haven't left Ankeny in a month, so I, yeah. I wouldn't really know. I haven't left the basically like a five mile radius around my apartment in a really long time so i couldn't tell you what it's like in ames at this point too much um if there isn't a football season football this season how will it affect the progression of our young talent would players continue to improve or actually worsen uh well i would imagine that it probably wouldn't do them any good
1: no um if I mean, if there's no football season, I'd imagine the NCAA would grant another year of eligibility to a lot of people, though.
0: If there's no, if there's legitimately no football season, then it won't matter. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> uh, what are the odds? I would say has less than thirteen scholarship players on the basketball team next year. Probably, I would say pretty good. I would say at this point, pretty good. But who knows? Those things can kind of change and. Uh, in the blink of an eye uh, they could get two commitments in a day tomorrow and all of a sudden we're like man they've got 11 guys on the roster now hmm. uh, I'm not saying they are going to I'm not trying to breaking news Jared predicts two commitments tomorrow no no, I'm not doing that I'm just saying in general like those things can change really quick uh, discovered any new drinking games to pass time uh, one of my friends actually made a new drinking game uh, It well it's like one of my best friends his girlfriend she drew all the spaces out on a board and stuff like that and then you just have the dice and go around and it's kind of a combination of a lot of different drinking games mm. that was fun we played on zoom one night how many people uh five at the peak um it crashed my friend's computer because uh, yeah. he didn't couldn't run five apparently so he so had to chug then at that point right no you just Eventually, one person, another person, just left, and he replaced them. Gotcha. He still can't turn his computer on. This was two weeks ago. Uh, uh, who do you think is most likely to have a breakout season? No, nah, we kind of already talked about that. So, all right, that's everything we got from uh, from the listeners. Hopefully, we answered your questions sufficiently. Of course, we did. I don't know how we could have done it any better. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll do hot and not and uh, something else when we come back on stands and fits on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome back to Stands and Fits on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Recording tonight in the Carl Chevrolet studios in Ankeny, Carlchevrolet.com, Carl Check them out today. All right. Uh you can go first with your hot. My hot, I've been playing a lot of Settlers
1: of Catan online virtually with my friends on colonist.io, its website. I don't know if you've played Settlers of Catan. Can I tell
0: you that Settlers of Catan is the stupidest game no. in history?
1: Uh, you are not an intellectual is what I'm learning now. Why do you think it's dumb?
0: Okay, so in fairness, the one time I've ever played that game is... <laughs> my friends... This isn't funny. I don't know why I laughed, <laughs> but my friends... My friend's dad died when i was in college and went to his funeral and we spent man like him and his girlfriend didn't want to go to bed which was understandable i mean it was obviously a horrible horrible time this has been almost five years ago but all they wanted to do was play settlers of Catan. and i'm sitting there like like man i'm really tired of playing this game and it takes forever to play sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it'll take like two there, hours. There was only three of us, so but we'd play once, and no, no, you think you think we're done? No, we turn around, we play again.
1: See, I would say that it's the kind of game where I can maybe play twice in a row, but any more than that, it gets to be overload. You have to take a break.
0: Yeah, that, I just I don't know that I ever really had a true concept of the game, like what the I mean, I understood what the goal was and that yeah. kind of stuff, but yeah. I was just like I never really got into it enough to. You know, well, I should also say you have a, a bad emotional attachment to this
1: game. Then, if that's the the context that you were playing around. Well, the first yeah, time. it
0: just, it, yeah, bad connotation. Yeah, so you, you know,
1: you, you just need, you know, you need a better experience. Is what I'm hearing.
0: Well, and I think that my friend probably feels the same way now. Uh, it, I can't really remember. I think that his girlfriend was the one who really wanted to play so badly. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I thought that the game was stupid. That's what I walked away thinking, and that's how I feel to this day. Well, you're wrong, but uh, you're entitled to your opinion, that's for sure. All right. Well, my hot this week wrap and other things. Shea Serrano announced this morning that he will be releasing the uh, – hopefully – I mean, I can see where it probably will be the final uh, piece of the and other things trilogy Yep. Um, in 2021 uh, to go along with basketball and other things and movies and other things. So I'm excited about that. I'm already ready to pre-order even though the book doesn't come out for another
1: full year. So I know this is probably going to be a tough pick for you, but which is your favorite between basketball and other things and movies and other things?
0: So I'm going to be honest, I haven't read movies and other things. Uh, I only read the basketball one. But uh, that's just because, you know, in all fairness to Shea, I don't like those kinds of movies that I know that he wrote about Mm. predominantly. I'm sure that there's some in there that I would like. But I like everything about basketball. So it's like, I'll read all that stuff, but yeah. I'm not going to like buy, you know, what kind of movies did you write about? Do you know? Well, you know, like action movies and the fast and the, F- I haven't seen a single fast and the furious movie. Oh, I don't, haven't seen any of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as, sec- as soon as he starts writing about so, any of those things, to more popular action series. Yeah. It, at that point I'm like, well, I don't know anything that you're talking about, you know? Yeah. And I don't care to sit and watch every fast and the furious movie to read a book. Yeah. Fair enough. And I, you know, I still support Shay. I just haven't read that one. Mm-hmm. If if he had really needed me to, in order to reach number one on the New York Times bestsellers list, then I would have done it. But he did that with ease. So, but I will most certainly be reading rap and other things. Are you, like, what do you hope he spends a lot of time
1: on oh, in man. that book?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, his, the rap yearbook was great. I know that whatever Shay spends his time on will be great. Mm-hmm. Because he and I, uh, from what I can I can tell I have very similar taste in rap so gotcha i think that will be okay yep
1: all right My not uh yeah more of a lukewarm i put down on the document i i downloaded call of duty Warzone. i don't know if you have downloaded it
0: i okay. actually have the full game so you have the full game yeah
1: so yeah i've been playing a little bit of that i'm actually uh playing a game other people play that's my uh that's my update how do you feel about it so my, the reason it's in my my not this week is that it was a, such a massive file to download. Like, what? Well,
0: yeah. What was the? It was like 109 gigabytes. Yeah, dude. The downloading the full game when it, I mean when it obviously that's when it first came out, but uh, it took like two days in All my right. house. Yeah. Jeepers. But I pre-ordered it, so then it kind of it did it overnight and yeah. stuff
1: like that. That's nice at least. I mean, yeah, I. I I am a noob and I don't have an external drive, so I have a 500 gigabyte. I don't either. PS4. Yeah. So I had to delete like three smaller games to make room for this one. Have you gotten a dub yet?
0: Uh, no, I have not. I got my first one last week. It was one of the great accomplishments it was, of my entire life. It was a solo dub. Oh no, no, I'm horrible. <laughs> Team dubs. I I just get in with good people and then uh, allow they ca- them. They carry you. Yeah, I try and just stay out of the way. Yeah. Like I like to play plunder because then I can run around and respawn. I can play. I was even in multiplayer. I can play objective. I'm yeah. Pretty good at playing the objectives, but I'm bad at the uh, shooting people and uh, you know getting kills, which yeah. is kind of the the main piece of the game. Yeah. Uh, but I can get the points that help us win, and yeah. I'm I all I want to do is help the team.
1: Oh, well, it's the same thing with me. Like I, it, especially like in Fortnite, I would always be the kind of guy who just kind of like. Hide until there's maybe like ten people left, and then silently pick off the people when they're they're trying to fight other people. But then I shoot from the distance and just yeah. snipe them.
0: Well, yeah, we you know like I'll play I'll play with Life and stuff and uh, Austin Hurst, and I'm always the one who's the you know the proponent for hey let's just kind of lay back <laughs> yeah and let's keep seeing where the circle is, and then eventually like maybe we'll get lucky you know you know two on one or yeah a two on two somehow we'll get lucky and uh and and win you know and yeah. uh you know people who really play the game don't want to play that way they want to like actually go and fight get into fights and stuff like (laughs) that and that's just not the one thing i do like my way of doing it do like about cod as opposed to fortnite is i was never
1: good at building in fortnite yeah i hate fortnite so i'm 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 relieved that that's not a part of cod
0: fortnite has such a like learning curve yeah, to figure out the building and things. And there's so many buttons.
1: Yeah. And it's just, yeah. I mean, if you if you can build fast and well in Fortnite, then you have a leg up on so many other people.
0: Well, that one's tough too, just because I don't think you have the option to turn off cross-platform. Mm-hmm. So then you end up playing against people who are playing on
1: PC. PC. Yep. And, and it's so much easier to build supposedly on, on PC.
0: Well, yeah, I've seen those people who can build on PC and it's, I mean, yeah. it's not even close to the same you yep. know and, and there's just like the limitations you get of playing on a console compared to on a computer as yep. far as the graphic rendering and those kinds of things yep uh yeah i didn't think we would dive deep into <laughs> the changes there uh my not this week is uh, chris williams shotgunning abilities I, I assume that everybody saw the video yes saturday night of chris uh taking a shotgun by no means was mine too much better but i'm just proud that mine didn't it's, i didn't spill three quarters of the can down my shirt <laughs> like chris did
1: yeah um you know honestly kudos to chris though because like he could have like done that and he could have done it
0: and then said man that was real that bad, was really bad and done it again exactly
1: yeah. but he didn't he just stuck with the, with the first take and did it yeah so i give credit to chris for that respect
0: i guess i'll give him respect you're right all right we're gonna do our top five favorite sports movies uh maybe this will be replaced by uh cheap wine in the future we'll yes. see you get the Fitzy guarantee. You get the, Again, fi- the yeah. second one of this podcast. There we go. We'll bring in two different ones next time. Don't you need like a palate cleanser though when you do wine?
1: Uh, Maybe. I, I'm a, we're going to do some research on this. Know how to do it the right way.
0: Because I don't want to do. Yeah. You know, if we do two, then well, we, and we want we, to make sure we do it the right we, way. We
1: have to know like the, you know, you have to like swish it and then like smell it. And then, you know. But
0: do you really do that with the bad wine?
1: I mean, I feel like you have to do it the way you're supposed to. Even if it's bad. You have to give it, you have to experience
0: it the right way. I will say the one time I ever drank wine, I got a $3 bottle of something. Don't know. I to this day, don't know what it is. Someone else got it for me. Uh, it was actually quite good.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I like wine. Yeah. I, I, I usually don't get it to get, you know, plaster or anything. Well, no. But I, I enjoy a, a glass of wine every now and then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This, this will be interesting. I think that this will be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll get an education along the way too. You're right. Uh, all right. Top five favorite sports movies. Uh, I'll let you. Do we want to start at the bottom?
1: Yeah, I'll start at the bottom. My number five, Space Jam. That's that one's on my list as well. It is. A little higher up, though. Do you want me to just roll through mine real fast? Yeah, you can go sure. through yours. Number four, greatest game I've ever played. One of my favorite golf movies. Actually, it is my favorite golf movie, technically, on that, this list. That's the one with Shia LaBeouf, right? Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Yep. Uh, Francis We Met, the story of him, winning the U.S. Open. I think it was like the nineteen early 1900s. Uh, number three, Miracle, hockey movie. Obviously, USA's big upset over Russia. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Number two, Field of Dreams, the other movie that we share on our lists. Um, it could have been number one, but I, I reserved number one for The Sandlot, which is an all time classic.
0: That is a great one. Yeah. Uh, I When I was sitting there putting this together, there were so many other ones that I thought about that I wanted to include on my list, mm-hmm. you know. But I, wa- I figured that I'd try and keep them to where we're not going to have the same ones. Yeah. Uh, and,
1: and, but I, I, I mean, I had to agree with you on space jam and field dreams. I couldn't leave those off my list. Some of them are just so interchangeable, yeah. you know, like it, the Disney ones. Yeah. You know,
0: I, I, mean, it's, I, it's
1: essentially the same concept, just packaged differently. Well,
0: yeah, that's what I was going to say. So n- my number five is remember the Titans. I thought between remember the Titans and glory road for a long time, trying to decide which one of those I wanted to go with. Yep. Uh, chose remember the Titans number four, major league, uh, in my opinion, the greatest sports comedy of all time.
1: I, I can Speaking of sports comedies, I consider putting Basketball. I don't know if you've ever seen that. <sighs> that's the list. one
0: with... Uh, <laughs> the guys, who, I think it's South Park, right? The South Park guys. Oh, I thought that, that that's the one that had... Um, what's the guy that Ross doesn't like? Ross Peterson. Oh, I don't know. Um, You'd have to answer that, that question. Came to the, that, that came to the studio that lived at OJ's house. I don't know. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you know who I'm talking about. No, I don't. You have to name his name. Why am I drawing a blank on this, dude? I thought I just had it. Oh my gosh, I'm this. I'm gonna think about this. Yeah. Right, it'll come to me eventually. Go on. Go uh, on. Number three is he got game. Uh, Ray Allen, Denzel Washington, Spike Lee. It says is uh, classic. Good, uh, yeah, all time classic basketball movie. Uh, number two, Space Jam. Uh, great time for to you know talk about Space Jam, considering uh, Space Jam Two coming out next summer. And uh, the Michael Jordan documentary set to. Yeah, I'm uh, excited for episodes that. Episodes one and two set to debut um, uh, on uh, on Sunday. And then number one is Field of Dreams. It is, uh, okay, I'm, I'm thinking of the wrong person. Okay. So w- the person I was thinking of has absolutely nothing to do with it. Well, <laughs> good. Man, I would have swore that he was in it. What is the what's the name of the guy who lived at A.O.J.'s house?
1: You're not to answer this because I do not know.
0: You yeah you'll you'll know who I'm talking about when I Cato Kalen, that's who I. Oh I yeah. don't know why I thought Cato Kalen so, was in basketball.
1: Yeah, so I mean I don't know I know Cato Kalen, but I really know him best from watching the one season of Celebrity Big Brother that he was on. Okay. So yeah, but I yeah I know Kato. Yeah. You're right.
0: That I I don't know why thought that he was in that movie Hmm. it must just be because those guys had one of those guys had blonde hair too
1: yeah they all those blondies they just merged together
0: eventually yeah they're all just the same all right uh i want to remind everybody again to check out the site on uh, wednesday morning to see chris's announcements and uh and and get a, a feel for for all of those things so you can help support us here at cyclone fanatic um thanks man for coming in yeah no problem we'll talk to you guys again soon peace